-hmm. was in that was on Sixth Street there before the bank was expanded. Mm -hmm. And when they expanded, they had to move out. Mm -hmm. But uh, that was one of the hot spots that didn't want to uh, rebellious, the, the, the not rebellious, but uh, die in white pharmacy. Mm -hmm. He didn't want to turn his counter, open up his counter. To blacks? Yeah. And Mexicans. So that thing passed and uh, things began to change. But uh, Austin has never been a mean town. Uh-huh. It has been one of those nice... You remember hearing of any lynchings or any violent actions we taken by whites? Not as I know of. Uh-huh. They've been always, for 12 years, Mayor Miller uh, ran the whole town. Uh -huh. And the rich people didn't get into politics. Uh -huh. uh, I mean, they were in it, but they didn't come out. They, 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 I guess it was vulgar for them to be the mayor and all that stuff the thing, uh -huh. until after the war. Uh -huh. uh, but. The thing with the they had it divided. I thirty five was the dividing street, big old wide street, gravel and muddy. It was called and, East Avenue. And and had cleats on it. Uh -huh. That that divided East Avenue from the other part of the town. Uh -huh. And uh uh, from 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 I thirty five back uh, almost to Bush uh -huh. were Latin Americans and our, uh, Negro. Uh -huh. uh, excuse me, but uh, as a result, that they had it divided so that it went down in, in such a way that Negroes were on one side. Mexicans were on, Latin Americans were on the other, and whites were all across on the other side. Uh -huh. Now the wealthy lived down on 11th, uh, on uh, 12th Street, as you go to the Wootons, stayed off the, uh, uh, straight out uh, uh -huh. 12th Street. Uh, yeah, not 12th, but 19th Street, straight uh -huh. out 19th Street, and uh, the others live back in there. Now, up in the hill where the wealthy people live now, that was nothing but the poorest of whites uh, up there burning coal. Cedar choppers? Cedar choppers. That's uh -huh. what they, they were. And I had a friend who was a Negro. Uh, 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 dentist, and he 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 owned some property up there. Danny, before he <laughs> and before him bought a farm or something. I had some property, <laughs> and I him couldn't couldn't go up there on his own property. The chopper, see the choppers would run him out. Really? So uh, finally, at that time, Mayor Miller was in. Uh -huh. Office, and gradually, 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 they got to see the choppers out. Uh -huh. They come to town, sell it coal, uh -huh. and go back up in there, and they were hard to get out. Uh -huh. 
finally they got that out. Now what happened? When the when the war was over, what was that? Second World Yeah, second forty five. Doctor Fanner, Doctor Turner, Milton Turner, the obstetrician. Mm -hmm. Uh, and, uh, uh, all that was, well, in that war, Dr. Tadaro, all of them, <laughs> this thing began to change. Breckenridge Hospital, they didn't want them in there either. Mm -hmm. The old doctor didn't want the young doctor, but they got in there and volunteered, got in, and, got, and they got a swing. Got a hold. And they organized that darn thing. Mm. See, the old doctors were tired. Mm. And they didn't know anything about new organizations and the time. They weren't going to spend much money. Mm. See, Austin was a little bitty big town. Yeah. See? Yeah. So, uh, city wasn't going to spend much money. Yeah. So, they finally. Uh, got me rambling now, I'll be yeah. all over your tape. Uh, they got in, the young, the new doctors from the army, got in there, came over here, Air Force boys, married this Austin girl, mm -hmm. and they stuck them, mm -hmm. right, they stayed here. Mm -hmm. I know we had something from Iowa, had some good friends from Iowa, and uh, Nebraska, New York, and all those places. Mm -hmm. And you can't run those guys home. I said, when are you going home and take a vacation? <laughs> no, I didn't go down and stay about two, three days and right back here on this boat. Mm -hmm. See? So that, they finally de developed started. And another thing that saved Austin was these financial guys were able, the, 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 uh, <coughs> the, uh, able to pool finance with what little banks money that they had uh -huh. plus personal money uh -huh. and they started de developing Nash Philip Corpus was uh -huh. one of the outstanding guy uh, people now the the uh, lumber company that helped uh, Kuhn Sternberg and them they were pretty good but they would develop mostly blacks in here uh -huh. But uh, Philip Corpus and built nice building. They 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 were the beginning, and another one or two more older men, older uh, promoters than Nashville Corpus started developing uh, these these areas. Do you remember um, um, when Urban Renewal came into East Austin? Yeah, <coughs> I, I don't remember, just I remember the dates, but I remember because they bought some stuff. Mm -hmm. They bought my clinic. Mm -hmm. See, I had a clinic at 
Michael. Mm. <coughs> I mean, five dollars. Yeah, five dollars. Mm. <coughs> Three dollars for a deco. I did that for years. Mm. I had five dollars, three dollars, and five dollar office visit. Mm. That was until we after the war. You did that because you no, it wasn't because they didn't have it and I couldn't get any more. Oh. I wasn't all that uh, humanitarian. They just Hell, didn't I have just money. couldn't get no more money. Uh -huh that they weren't going to pay anymore. Uh -huh. Well, as soon as the war was over, now during the war, I didn't go up on my prices, uh -huh. but I had plenty of business. Uh -huh. And I worked so hard that I didn't want to make any more. I had money. Uh -huh. And you can't put this in the book. And the spoken women had money. Uh -huh. And they come in there at 5 or 6 o'clock, you know, Friday. I got to get them Monday, or Thursday, or Wednesday. I got to get them ready to go to work uh, uh, Saturday and uh -huh. Sunday nights. Uh -huh. So I had, we didn't have the penicillin and all that because the army boys had it. And you have a time trying to get rid of some of those conditions yeah. that we had. Yeah. But anyhow, uh, I, I, with that, I scuffled and built this clinic, uh -huh. and after the uh, the the, uh, the union uh, Fidelity Union Insurance Company uh -huh. came to my rescue. And I couldn't get any money anywhere huh. around there. Did you try the banks? The bank? Well, they, they wouldn't look at them things, something like that. Twenty, I think the, the, the thing cost me uh, seventy-five thousand huh. dollars. And uh, that's big money. Right. See? Yeah. And uh, only way I got the money, the Fidelity Union uh, Insurance Company of Dallas. Is that, did that deal, ex did, was that owned or run by black men or, or women? Was it, or was that what? Fidelity? No, it's white. It's white. I got, they're the ones that, that uh, rescued Bishop College. Uh-huh. They took Bishop College out of Marshall, Texas, and put them in. Dallas, oh, I see. The president of the guy. I got a letter that I'm keeping uh, just for history. Huh. Let me uh, ask you this. So you got the money, and then you ha how long the clinic was over in, in uh, on Rosewood for how long? Oh, in, until uh, 19, what? I, uh, I went to Europe. I sold the darn thing. Europe with my grandson uh -huh. who came to Europe 
and where he had been, we went all over the areas where where he tramped around, uh, sleeping in in subway hmm. doors, hmm. and rather than spending money to, for a room, uh -huh. he sleep. He was going to Oxford. Uh -huh. That's how I went on went on over there and, and got a chance to, to go, go to Oxford. And uh, he has graduated from the University, uh, Princeton University. Uh -huh. And uh, went from there to, uh, to uh, University of Texas Medical School in uh -huh. Dallas. Uh -huh. And then on up to New York to his residency, uh, internship in the hospital, I can't think of it now. Mm. And from there to for residency in emergency medicine in at Grady Hospital mm. in Atlanta. In Atlanta. He's doing remarkable. Oh, that's good. He's going to come back. He uh, planned to come back here. But getting back, when I first came to Austin, you know, you had to go around to the big shop to leave. You go around and then, at that time, Dr. Gibbon mm -hmm. and Colonel Lyons uh -huh. had never been anywhere near an army, but they called them Colonel, you know, that's the, the distinction they gave Negroes back in the uh -huh. Colonel, and uh, he had a little grocery store. I want, I want to write, uh, I, I'm trying, this is the part of my book that I want to get in that's down there on 6th Street, uh -huh. see? But before he had a grocery store, and uh, uh, he had himself feed, uh, green, you know, for, for horse and hay and all that stuff. And he, that's the old man lying. Mm. He, he was in politics. Mm. And uh, he was supposed to be a wealthy man. Uh, he was a bondsman, and Dr. Gibbons was a prominent dentist. He was very outstanding. Mm -hmm. He was a fine fellow. He and the old man, the, the, the house representative, the, the died. Was Rayburn? Yeah, oh, <laughs> Gibbons. They were buddy buddies. Huh. In, in Texas, uh, Lyndon Johnson, mm -hmm. bless his heart, he's a sweet guy. I, uh, he, he helped me to get the money to, for the school, for, for the father to build Holy Cross Hospital. Uh -huh. For Father Weber? Yeah. Uh -huh. See, I was with him when we started. Uh -huh. We just, uh, uh he started with a saw and a hammer, uh -huh. and uh, I was going by there every night and make some calls. So I stopped to see what he was doing, and I saw what he was doing. Uh -huh. And we talked, I recognized what he was trying to do. And I said, well, Father, if anything I can do to help you, I'll be there. Uh -huh. So I, when we got the thing built, the little old frame built was built. Then we started to, uh, uh, I was on the staff, and I'd bring my patients over, uh -huh. see. And Father 
raise enough money to buy the ground, whether new hospital, whether new, whether Holy Cross Hospital. Now, but he didn't have money to build the, uh, build the uh, hospital. Mm -hmm. So I was on the staff with the, we had staff meeting when my father was so discouraged and everything. He said, uh, we got land. Bishop gave me the money to buy the land, but I haven't got the money to start with the hospital. Uh -huh. so it looked like he didn't have nowhere to get, get any. So I, I went to a dead staff meeting, they got seemingly all doomed. I said, well, I went to a meeting this week just before the staff. Uh -huh. And um, I listened to uh, a man who was speaking, the speaker, and he promised if there was anything in Austin that he could do to help Austin, anything he could do to help Austin, to let him know. Mm. And that man was Senator Lyndon B. Johnson. Mm. Uh, we didn't get it from him, do you think? I said, well, we can try to get it through him. So that night, they they were all, no, you, you can't do that. I said, why do you want me to try? Mm. Yeah, all right. I came on right in this street and called him. Washington, mm. and Mrs. Johnson answered the phone, and she said, Doctor, I'm uh, sorry Lyndon is not in right now, but if when he comes in, I'll give him your message. Mm -hmm. Now, Lyndon Johnson was a friend to the black people. He was stuck in the Mexican people. Mm. He, and, and Mrs. Johnson was just as Born red down in Alabama or somewhere, was a loyal, fine person. Uh -huh. uh, uh, well, when I went to uh, uh, the next day, I got a t telephone call, and he said. His secretary called. So, what is it, Mr. President Johnson, uh, Senator Johnson, wants to know what it is you need, what you're trying to do, and send him a report of it. So, Father and I got together, and the rest of the staff did this, and they sent that material on to Linda Johnson. Mm -hmm. And every week, until that money was appropriate, we got a correspondence from Washington, hmm. and 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 and, and uh, we got the money instead of getting. Do you remember when that was? Incredible. Oh, no, I'll write it down. No, I had all that stuff. Uh, I don't know where all that junk is. Okay, I can get the date down. Yeah. All right. And that's when they. You do you remember, yeah, do you remember Emma Long? That's the sweetest woman in town. Really? Anytime you walk, drive across the railroad track, that's decent. You can never forget Emma Long. 
These were the type of person. Miss Long would get in her car and ride all over this town looking for improvement. She said she's going to help you. You can depend on it. She said she wasn't going to help you. You can say just depend on that. Huh. She had no, as far as I'm concerned, this, 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 she was a beautiful woman. Her husband was outspoken and rough, but you can depend on what he, he said. Huh. Now, that's the kind of people, white, black, we had fine, we had a, a net, a, a, a nucleus of finest blacks, whites, and Latin Americans. In there. Huh. They're just a matter of, of for years, you stay on this side of the line, uh -huh. and you stay on this side of the line. Uh -huh. And uh, whatever trouble you have, bring it up here to me, mm. and we'll take care of it. Mm. See? But we, you, it's not time for you to be on the council here. Yeah. Do you it, remember specific things that Mrs. Long did on your behalf or the behalf of black men? Oh, on behalf, not for me, but on behalf of East Austin. She worked like a... Is something burning? I was just wondering. Oh, my coffee. Mm. I didn't have Maybe we were asking about, you know, when, what uh, specific things Mrs. Long might have done. Well, she just helped the city in general. She helped to straighten out and get rid of this old incinerator down here. Uh-huh. Uh, Right on, uh, right down the street here, uh -huh. uh, where the where the trucks, things stay. Well, that, they they used to dump trash and stuff, uh -huh. burn that stuff, uh -huh. and, and you smell it all over East Austin afternoon uh -huh. after in bedtime. Well, she was just an outstanding woman. Any problem that came up, she was nice to try to see what she could do to help us out. Mm. Now, she was not only her, Mayor Miller, met uh, the Drakes. Uh, we had a nice group. They're not going to go out, you know, come out in force, uh -huh. come out of the woods. They'd do whatever they could in the woods. Uh -huh. But uh, they were fine. And But Mrs. Long, Pull no punches. Mm. She just is outspoken up there. And the, is she living or dead? Or is she still alive? Is she? How's she doing? Pretty good. Pretty well. Yeah. Good. Her husband died. Right. Yeah. He was good. Now what so else? Yeah. Well, those those were key people. Um, any other incidents? Or instances, I'll ask this last question. Any other incidents or instances that you can remember of, you know, uh, relations between blacks and whites in Austin that, that tell us something about the community and what it was like and so on? Well... You talked about being on Congress Avenue and trying clothes on and places that were good and bad and so on. Uh, what about movie theaters, places where you could go to see movies? You couldn't go to the movie. I was a member uh, and was president one time of the, what we call the, uh, the mixture, Jews. National Council of the Human Relations Commission? Human Relations, uh -huh. that's what. Uh, and uh, we had 
fine group of people in there. Whites, blacks, Jewish group. And the uh, rabbi, now, I got kind of mad one night up there and talking about this and talking about that. And I said, now, we can't go to the theater because blacks did act bad. Mm -hmm. But so did whites. And one night, I think they, so I left it before my day. They got drunk or something, messed up the place up there. Well, with God, you got blacks, Mexicans, and whites, and everybody else. And crazy folks do that, you know. Uh, so up in the, in, in the buzzard roof. But anyway, it was close to us. And uh, we fought like everything to get it up. And I, I was president of the, you know, I was not joined. I can't understand. Can't you get some have enough influence of the presidents of the theaters? Said now, low theater, name other theaters. Most of those are home by Jewish people. Can't y'all make some contact with them to get them to open up? open up well they were afraid to open up first because Fred the, the other theaters would, would boycott them uh -huh. so father whatever his name uh, uh, not was father uh, rabbi Mintz uh -huh. went to New York and he was a fine fellow uh, Rabbi Mintz went to New York and uh, uh, tried, invented, took the matter up there. Finally, we get the door. Mm. But the thing that opened the door was not our club, but that the thing that opened the door were those kids and people at back. Martin Luther King in the sit-in. Uh-huh. Well, that was a big That thing. was the thing. Huh. That opened the door. The others was like prying. They had to chisel. They were uh -huh. prying around and scared to open their mouths, you uh -huh. know. But the thing that made it was when uh, uh, Martin Luther King and his group, I take my hat off to take a lot of guts, man, sit up there at the counter and I'm torn. Was that, now tell me something, I'm going to ask you this specifically, did that, did those sorts of sit-ins happen in Austin? Hmm? Did those kinds of sit-ins happen in Austin? Well, yes, sir. Where? On 6th Street and Congress Avenue. Where? What stores? Well, the, down at the, uh, the drugstore was a, the, 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 uh, uh, my friend's drugstore, the, the uh, Excuse me. That's all right. That's okay. Uh, 
Remember where the location was? Yeah, see, uh, Grove Drugstore. Okay, Grove Drugstore. He, he didn't object. Uh -huh. But he was just hesitant to do it because he didn't want to break religion. He was a fine guy, mm -hmm. I knew him. Mm -hmm. But as far as he didn't care, but he, they, he, he didn't open the door. Mm -hmm. And White Pharmacy, that was the one that mm -hmm. fought it so hard. Mm -hmm. uh, but uh, they went in there and sat down and ate mm -hmm. and worked. Mm -hmm. uh, so... Uh, that was the big event. Yeah, that was a big event. Uh -huh. Yeah, to all of the, all of the places around anywhere there was a you know stand yeah. place they did. What do you start asking? Well, I was going to say uh, that's pretty good. Anything else you want to tell me about sort of you know black community relations between blacks and whites in Austin that I should know? Well, the the Austin has has come up. Uh, they, 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 what I found is the, uh, and I tried to get, I tried to get the blacks in Austin to pool their finances together uh -huh. and have something of their own, uh -huh. saving and loan for this requirement uh -huh. was too great. Uh -huh. uh, to have a bank, but we didn't have anybody. First place, we had the the, the the facilities. They had the potential, the sororities and the lodges and all that stuff uh, had enough money. I'm just going to be frank, frankly. Didn't have a lot of money, but they had more money than I have or you have right. to to start something. See, right. But boy, that thing has been in. Taught us so long by whites that whatever you want to know, you come to me and you all stay apart. Uh-huh. See, so you're, saying, you're talking about the black fraternities and sororities? Black? Yeah. Okay. Also, they, they had money, the but black, they didn't yeah, get together. They didn't have a lot of money. Uh-huh. But they didn't have enough money to have a big dance. Uh-huh. 